There we go. Welcome to a fine time for healing, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. Today we have with us Janine Lowe, um, and I'm going to tell you about Janine, uh, and then we'll, I'll tell you about this interesting show that we have for you today. She has always been an intuitive, and it got her into a lot of trouble as a child. Um, she was brought up in an environment that was more religious than spiritual, and this did not help. Uh, when her mom couldn't handle it anymore, she asked a priest to talk to Janine. She was so lucky he understood her, uh, and he advised her that she had a gift. So she was happy because it confirmed that she didn't need to shut that part of her down. Um, today we're going to be talking about <clears throat> date, love, marry, avoid. And this is Chinese astrology. So for those of you who want to know how to find your special someone, uh, Janine is going to give you some tips on who to date, who to love, who to marry, and who to avoid based on, <laughs> yes, I know you're all, your ears are perking up. Who do I avoid? Um, based on this science of Chinese astrology. Welcome, Janine. It's so good to have you. Hi, Randy. Yeah, lovely to be here. Happy to talk about my favorite subject. It's a great one. It's very, it's a very interesting, exciting and fun topic. How did you get into this? Um, okay, so you read about me being intuitive, etc. Um, and often you have, as an intuitive, you have to hide behind things. You can't go out there and go, I am an intuitive. Because if we're talking, you know, many years ago, I was quite young and it wasn't as in vogue as it is now. Yes. So now if you say you're intuitive, like, oh, yeah, I'm intuitive too. I'm an empath. Yeah. But when I was younger, it wasn't as easy to say that. So I started learning Feng Shui, which my next book is about Feng Shui, which is very easy to to use but um date love marry avoid came from years and years of reading people's uh, what they call in chinese astrology bazis which is basically um the date you're born in from the year you're born in which is your family and friends for the month you're born in which is your career day is your relationships and hour is your wealth so i did lots and lots of interview um, into readings and uh, i saw a pattern and because of the pattern, um, it got me even more interested in it. So um, I started writing about all the different animals, all their pluses, minuses, career, what they should be in, what's lucky for them, like lucky days, lucky colours, all the ordinary stuff that you see that people do. But I saw a, if I say the word whole, I don't mean to mean whole, I saw a gap uh, where I could help people find the right person. So... And I, I'm a wedding celebrant, so um, marriage celebrant. So I, it interests me even more. So then I started putting together this book. So that was so book. interesting. And how is Chinese astrology different than traditional um, astrology horoscopes? Okay, so uh, the difference between uh, Chinese astrology is Eastern astrology and uh, Western astrology is planets. Now, Eastern astrology go back years and years they used to use it have a Chinese astrologer attached to um the kings or pharaohs whatever it want to be because they used to use them for war so the Chinese astrologers were used the stars to work out auspicious directions auspicious dates 
um, to so that they would win the wars. That's how it happened. Um, but I will tell you, um, Chinese astrology and Eastern astrology and West astrology. I have a number of friends who are in Western astrology, and there's a definite crossover. Mm. You know, we can come to the same answer just a different way. And whereas the Western astrology use things like Libra, Sagittarius, Scorpio, we use um, animals like rat, uh, ox, tiger. So there's definite um, going over. And the reason I chose Chinese astrology, um, I uh, when I met a very young someone called Joey Yap, who was from Kuala Lumpur, he's made massively famous now. Um, and um, he just interested me in what he said it just felt like it felt quite aligned to it and because uh, Chinese astrology is one and one makes two it made sense for me because I'm I'm an intuitive I can be intuitive but then I could go in with the full facts yeah <laughs> okay all right so yeah so the, the, the animals are interesting <clears throat> and I'm a dog the first time I realized I was a dog was in a Chinese restaurant on the placemat you know where it told me so i've known i've been a dog for a long time um but to those of you who are listening that really doesn't mean anything because it's not like i bark or you know or i'm subservient <laughs> or anything like that um <clears throat> but we have the rat the ox tiger rabbit dragon snake horse goat monkey rooster dog and pig well, the traits uh, that are assigned to these animals through Chinese astrology are not what we would really expect to hear about these animals, right? So can you go over kind of what these traits are and why they've assigned these traits, these animals to these traits? Um, well, that's an interesting thing. So they called, they used the stars, that's how they came up with the animal signs. Um, but they are all elemental. So um, should we start with the very first one, which is the rat? So the element for the rat is water. You will never see a rat sitting in a corner, not talking. Rats are like, yeah. So that's how you go from there. Now, people born under the month of the ox or the year of the ox, they, as you would expect, are really hardworking um and the characteristics come out like that so an ox is an earth animal as you'd expect it outside so then we move on to the next animal which is is this how you want me to do it sure just, this is great yeah okay. i don't just take over the show by just no, go. I'll, I'll stop you if you're taking okay, <laughs> okay. and i never stop talking um and then you get the tiger which element is wood now tigers are uh as you see, so they like to have fun. They like to go out and um, bring the food home and they want to be, they're very strong in a, a relationship. So as much as you can have fun with the tiger, they are quite, and the wrong words controlling, but they are, they like it their way first, just say. Um, rabbits, as you can imagine, uh, again, the element for that is woods. Now, when you see rabbits together, they're always like having babies, you know, they're never by themselves. Um, so rabbits are very family orientated um, and have a lots of friends um, uh, so that they are a very gentle animal. Then we move on to the year. Of, so the dragon. Well, so we're going into the year of the dragon, uh, 10th of February this year. And the dragon is, as it said, it's it commands your attention. Um, it has sage. It's very good at giving you advice. It wants to be number one. 
Um, so you can see that next year, it's going to be the word for 2024 with the dragon is change. Um, so, uh, you know, lots of change, lots of moving up, but we're not talking about that. So dragons are very, I love dragons, by the way. I find them, if, I, if they come into my world, I always learn something from them. Then we move on to the snake um, and its element is fire. And um, snakes are, you know, whenever you see them like, with the, the little guys doing the pipes and everything, um, and they do all this, they're very intuitive. So I always think snakes are super intuitive. Um, and they you never know what they're thinking, but they are thinking all the time. Uh, so then we move on to the horse, which is super sexy, uh, passionate, uh, holds a room together. Usually actors or actresses or someone famous will have a horse in their chart. Yeah. Uh, even podcasters, there'll be a horse somewhere in there because you, you're quite happy being in the forefront of everything. Um, then we go on to the animal, which is the goat. And I class that as the, uh, it's a very gentle energy. And they're often uh, people who are in negotiators. So they're very good negotiating. Then we move on to the monkey element, metal. Now, monkeys are fun to be around. They are They are the ones that make us laugh and... They hold the room just by just be, by being funny. Um, they often, though, can suffer from a little bit of depression because they're always the, the funny one and no one really sees underneath that. Uh, so then we go to the rooster. That's me. Um, and <laughs> they love all the glittery stuff. If anything shiny, fast cars, anything like that, um, that's their thing, yeah. Uh, then we go on to the dogs. Now, dogs are... It's an interesting thing with dogs. You just said you're a dog. Um, and for you to be in this industry is is unusual. So it will be related to probably the month you're born in. Um, and um, so dogs are, I always laugh about this. And you'll read my book. They're very good at spreadsheets. So they like to be organized. They're hardworking. Uh, they will work longer hours than they need to because they just want to get it right. Okay, so that's that's a dog. That's, that's the tiny bit about dogs. Um, and then we come across the pig. Now, pigs mm. um, are the water element. So they're really good in IT. Uh, they make good podcasters as well. And the thing about pigs is they're really kind. They're very kind animals to, to be around. So what I did was I worked out all the animals and I've said which animals get on really well with each other. And then I gave them dates to go on. In so, so it, you know, it's really interesting because... So I'm married to a tiger. My tiger is into spreadsheets, okay? He's got a spreadsheet for everything. I am completely um, free-spirited. I don't like anything that, that, that's that regimented and rigid. So why would that be? Why would okay, I? So this is the answer to it, right? So when, you, um, when you're born, you, as I said, you have four different animals. Sometimes you double up. Now, when you talk about, I talk about spreadsheets, um, you are, I think we talked about it, a monkey in your career. So the month you're born in is a monkey month, yeah? So what happens there is you take on the elements, uh, the characteristics of the monkey in your career, okay? Mm. So you like to go out and be fun, you know, all this. You'll keep it all together. Everyone will just want to watch you. You have this attraction and everything. But behind, sometimes, when you're working, you would like someone to go, are you okay? Um, so <laughs> what you've got going on with your husband is um, there are clashes which the word avoid came into. Rather than use 
clash, you know, don't love, marry, clash, I did avoid. And um, your husband's a tiger. And um, what month is he born in? December 9th. Is it, uh, so he's a rat, okay. Oh, he's a rat, okay. Is it in his career. Um, and that's probably where you do get on because rats and monkeys do get on that. But you do have a clash because monkeys and tigers clash. So he 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 would like to be like your career. He might have ideas about it that you would have been so strong. You were going to go your own way anyway. Um, but he's he's he he wants to. I'm not saying he's controlling because we all have different things. But he wants to have very much his own way. You're never going to let him do that, by the way. Just so you know. Well, I really, I really don't have a choice. <laughs> I, really have, I really don't have a choice. It's, it's what has um, worked for us for 35 years. So I've, I've learned to let him have his way. He's very organized. He's, he sees things very black and white. And I am all over the place. So we've really had to adjust to mm. each other because we're so different in those ways but yet very compatible so um so that's interesting but also the day you're born on say the day you're actually born on as well um is all about um your relationship with your partner or your relationship with yourself which we, we, we're not doing so having a proper reading we'll bring that out the book here is to give you the general idea of the characteristics of every animal you know, that that's it. I mean, I, I had a client the other day for two years. She's been on these dating apps, hasn't met anybody, maybe gone on the odd date. And so she found out which animal she should go out with. This is um, just between came out December the 8th, this particular book in the UK. And she's been on five dates with this guy, which is unheard of. She has to text me and just say, Janine, it works. It works like this. And I go, yeah, it does work. That's great. <laughs> So yeah, that that's how that works. But yeah, it's it's you know it's far from tongue in cheek, but it's there to get you out there, help you see what other people. I mean, people over Christmas took it to their families, and they were just seeing if they got on with their sister or their brothers or their friends, that sort of thing. So yeah, it, there's a fun element behind it for sure. It's a lot of fun. So okay, so in so in addition to the year that you're born. And how is there um, a certain amount of years between like, so is it every seven years, every, you know, so, so when the yeah. years, so for the years, let me just say it this way. Um, so for, um, so there's, there's, there's 12 years. Yeah. But there's okay, 12, so there's 12, 12 years, years in between. Okay. Right. So, so the other thing is there's five elements, which is fire, earth, everybody, you know, it's fire, earth, metal, wood, water. Okay. So, so I see. You, so like, so like for the dog, it's 1922, 1934, which is 12 years, 1946, which is 12 years. So it's every 12 years. Okay. Gotcha. That will have an element. And then when you become 60, you go back to the very first element. So you get in Chinese astrology, you get reborn again. Really? So when you get 60. So uh, when a dog was you know certain age and it hit it then you're 60 then it's like you start your life again that's how the Chinese think of it so um you know so you can so um like you could so I was born in a 19 and I'm a <laughs> and I'm a fire rooster 
But the rooster before me was a wood rooster. So you go through that and then you have 60 cycles, 60 cycles. So there's 60 cycles. They all restart. My element is earth. Yeah. When I turned 60, that's really the first one anyway, though, isn't it? So. So well, it would be for you because an earth, an earth uh, dog was what you were born under. So in having six years time, an earth dog was was born and it's really fun because my partner is an earth dog and then my dog um i got in 2018 so that's an earth dog so i live with two earth dogs (laughs) 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 which is nice because i mean uh, what i like about the um the this particular dog that you are is you you don't really want the world to upset you want everything to be calm as long as you're happy everyone's happy that's your that's not your mission in life but that makes your life so much easier you're not like someone that's out there like me a fire rooster you know I wrote one book got it picked up by um, a traditional publisher I thought oh I'll write another one within a year and they picked that up and now I'm like oh I've done that now so now so now what do I do so I've got one book coming out and the other one's just in production now good for you (laughs) I know but the thing is that you say that's good, but when you're a virus, you don't know how to, the difference between you and I is, you don't know how to just be sometimes. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I write, I've written several books, but I have to wait. I have to pace myself. I've got to have a couple years in between each to sort of regroup and do it before I'm ready to do it again. So I see that. That yeah. would stress me out terribly. I could never do that. <laughs> But I had a book coach, well, because I just needed to make sure that I did it, I had somebody who was like, right, you have to get that, you have to do this, you have to, for the first book, you have to do this. And she taught me so much about it um, and how, you know, and I didn't realise it was such a a big thing to be able to be traditionally published, how you get picked up that way. Yeah, I didn't know. And um so now I'm, you know, I'm very proud of myself if I'm allowed to say that because I just couldn't believe that they put up two books in within a year, just just like that. That's truly amazing. I mean, I've never been traditionally published, um, so that is a huge honor. I, you know, yeah. really, really very, very good. You, you, you do have to wait. You know, when you're desperate to get it out there, you have to wait probably a year between before you get it. But you know, the, the company that, you know, publishers have taken me on, they've been amazing, you know, so I'm lucky. Truly, truly. Okay, so there's four aspects to the person? Yes. Okay, so explain what those four aspects are. Okay, so when you're born, your date of birth is the 1st of January. We do, we do, we do February. 4th. Yeah, we do 1st of February. Uh, 1982 born in the born at 11 o'clock in the morning yeah so all of those depict different animals sometimes they duplicate as in that you might be born in the rooster hour or you're born in the rooster year but each one of those animals the first animal that you're born with is a year and that is all about your um, friends and family so when I'm being so so I was interviewed you came to me for a reading right and you told me your year. I've just told you a little bit about your personality, okay? So what happens is you surround yourself with people 
and those people you surround yourself with I sort of need their dates of birth because you know I was on a show the other day and this woman came on Dawn from Denver or something and she said oh you know I don't get on with my mum and we found out it's because she clashed with her mum because of the Chinese animals mm-hmm. um, so knowing mm-hmm. how you get the people around you is really important and Sometimes we don't get on with people, but we don't understand them. So by understanding their actual makeup, it's really good to yeah. know that. So from a reading, we know you. Yeah. So then we do your career, which we know you're a monkey. Um, and um, that's the month you're born in. And it doesn't mean it's January. It's, you know, like 1st to 31st. It's sometimes the 4th of January to the 7th of February. It's just the way the stars align. And that tells me a lot about what sort of thing you're doing in your career. So when I work with big companies um, to help them make money, which is taken away from Date Love, Marry a Boy, but as a Feng Shui consultant and Chinese astrologer, I get brought in by um, large companies to make them money. And I uh, also they have a product coming in, coming out. And my job is to make sure that it gets out on an auspicious day for the company to make a lot of money. Now, I was only saying to someone the other day, Apple, I can predict what date they're going to actually put their products out. And they always choose uh, mainly uh, the first, you know, the first version of 15, say, um, in uh, September. They always choose a September because September is all about ruse. It's about flashiness. It's about loving to own things. Yeah. And I believe that they've got their own Chinese astrologer. I swear they have, because the way they act that and how successful they are and everything, that that's it. So my job as a Chinese astrologer working for big companies is to make the money and make sure their product's the right colour uh, and, and aligns. Then we have to make sure their offices are right and make sure that their staff are right, which, again, we go back to the animals. But going back to the normal circle, um, I can tell you whether or not your career would blossom this year, what month you should uh, ask for a pay rise um, or if you should be self-employed. The day you're born um, is very important because it um, explains how you get on with yourself. That's a hard one, isn't it? So um, when you read the animals, you'll know what sort of person you are and how you get on with yourself because People say, oh, I don't know what you mean. I said, well, you talk to yourself all the time. And they go, no, I don't. <laughs> I go, well, you just did. You just did. You just ask yourself then. Right. So, so, so it's quite important to have what's going on in your day stem. And it's also your relationship with your partner. Um, and um, often when people have come to me, um, like they want to have a baby. I know this sounds really weird. Um, and uh, so I have to predict today that they can and then they will have a baby. And I'm very successful at making babies for people who haven't had babies. So, really? so you can work it out from the day. And then the hour, which is super important, is all about the wealth. So that's how you work out um, how to make money, which is really weird because I I, I um, give you all the wealth days that you can use. And if you, you don't sit there and get lucky, you know, I, I have a manifest book, but you'll hear me during in my um, abundance book that's coming out but manifesting is great but you have to actually do the work a lot of people think you just wish it no and and that's the same with date love marry avoid 
you need to get out there. You need to go out there and see who's out there, who's compatible. This this woman proved it to me um, that that it's it's workable. And I'm I'm surprised they haven't got it on all the dating apps where they will do by the time I finish. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. So my expertise is in personality disorders, and um, <clears throat> so the people, most of the people that come to me have dealt with personality disorders, whether it's in their family or they're dating or they're married to somebody with personality disorder. And so I meant to turn this off, hold on a minute. So um, that would be so so that would be sort of another element to to these people because the reason I say that is because a lot of people go on dating apps and they meet emotional predators. There's a lot of them out there. Okay. So how does this fit into that? Right, okay. So some people are born with what I class as naughty Barzis, yeah? So their chart, the day they're born on, the month they're born on, etc., clashes. So you could have, like, this means nothing to you, but there's a clash of a dragon and a dog, yeah? There's a clash of a rooster and a rabbit. If they have all four of those in their chart, which I've known people to do, you can have this. So you can actually... Do, you can actually see or you can see that someone's animal is in the wrong area and you know talking about predators in dating um i know uh certain animals and certain if they've got other things in there there are there mm. and my best advice for dating is date for at least five times before you take them anywhere near where you live you know I mean, <laughs> yes. somewhere get to know them really know them you know it's this very scary world out there i think it what is. do you it mm. is a very scary world out there and and so and this is really a positive um for people who are listening and going i'm terrified to date because i've had such bad experiences so if you're dating someone you really want to sort of get the whole picture of who they are in chinese astrology all four elements um, to figure out what who you're with. Okay. I think you can, you, you know, obviously people aren't going to be able to work at their four elements from the book, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, but I'm very, I go very deep into each characteristic of the people and it's not always the positive. I'm a very realistic person. Um, and if I say a dog and a dragon shouldn't go out, I genuinely mean that because... It's just never going to work. It may work for the physical attraction to start with, but when you start putting the characteristics together um, and you when you check out the avoids, like horses and rats shouldn't be together, you know, uh, rabbits and roosters shouldn't be together, goats and oxes, you'll see that there's generally one of the animals is more dominant over the other one. Mm. And I believe equality um, in that sort of thing. So I've taken that on board when I've written this um, from, um, well, I'd say from a female point of view, but it, that's not absolutely true. I wrote it as each animal for whoever needs to do it. But um, 
a lot of people that have picked the book up or come to me or said anything goes, oh my goodness, I can't believe you got that so right. But I have genuinely studied this, you know, because these have been my clients. I've, I've I've done it. So how do you deal when you have someone with a, just for my interest, um, a disorder? What happens? Oh, so many things happen. So basically somebody, so mainly I deal with narcissistic personality disorder abuse. So people who have been, been abused this way are generally, generally very kind, easygoing, loving, trusting. The narcissist is a chameleon. They're an actor. They're a fraud. They present themselves as somebody that they're not, but what they do is they match to the personality initially so that these kind, gentle people feel like they've met the perfect person for them, but it's an act. The point is to take that person completely off center so that they can then begin to mold them and treat them like a puppet, sort of take them over, take over the way that they think. Um, And they do this through abusive Uh, emotionally abusive behavior to beat the person down to the point where they no longer know who they are. And they're they're taught basically to distrust their intuition and to just begin to listen to the programming. And over time, it takes away their self-esteem. They don't know who they are. Um, They're very, it breaks people, completely breaks them down. So, and there's a lot of this going on. It's a very predatory world. There's a lot of these out there. And so what I find is that these dating sites are full of these people because they're looking for nice, kind people that they can do this to. Do they know they're doing it? Are yes. they doing it on purpose? Yes. They know exactly what they're doing. Yes. It's very, it's not, um, it's a mental disorder, but it's not a uh, a mental illness. And Whereas somebody with psychopathy would be um, not aware of what they're doing. Narcissists are hyper aware of what they're they're doing. Their choices are very deliberate and they're all conscious. Mm. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, this is the world that I'm in. So it's very interesting for me to hear that there's actually a way to predict that these people are going to be like that. And, this happens in families and not every child exposed to a parent, uh, an abusive parent will become a narcissist. It's only, it is a temperament basically that causes that child to develop into this. So that to me, when I hear, when I think of temperament, I'm thinking of these factors because we don't know which child is actually going to, this is going to happen to, but now I'm beginning to understand that it's, the temperament is made up of some very specific things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. And I have done some charts, like you're saying that someone's come to me and gone, my boyfriend's like this, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. And I look at it, I go, yeah, now leave. Because the chart will never work, her chart, his chart will not work. And then you then she goes into the history and it seems that. And also the one thing that I maybe it's just a circle that I've been in, but and the clients obviously have to pay me, so they are a certain amount of money, but they seem targeted for their money. I've found, or or the fact they own their own house, or the fact they've got this or that, um with the abusive. Uh, in my case, men, I haven't come across, well, actually, I have come across women to women. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a, you know, it's a hard, you know, when they're constantly, will, will I get on with them? No, you won't. 
and you say no, it very clearly it's not, it's not gonna work it's just not gonna work um and I do famous people as well and uh, you know I also do people's charts who don't ask me to do them so I can just see like you know you practice on things I'm like no that's not gonna work, it's not gonna work. um but, the, but I think you know there is give and take like you said 35 years nothing's perfect you know you've got to find the pluses and what they are and work with those mm-hmm. I think um the book gives you the pluses it gives you why it works why it wouldn't work um but yeah it is a it's it's a hard word world work world out there for dating that's for sure I mean really difficult um but also I think I, I haven't said this but I used to be a DJ and run um, nightclubs and I used to watch people meet and everyone got on for the first three months and then the curtains come down so it always used to interest me they they sort of do that I think the thing the thing is you've got to realize people often put their best stuff out first don't they mm-hmm. I, I tell I tell my clients you need you check out don't take anybody at their word everything has to be proven everything has to pan out and what um, people who have narcissistic personality disorder, what their gift is, is to fast talk you into not believing what you're seeing, uh, but believing what you're told. So, and, and generally because they choose um, very trusting, loving people who look for potential, who look for you know benefit of the doubt, those kind of people, um, they're very easily easy to uh, manipulate them into buying their lies. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. um, it's tough. But, you know, and you, you mentioned the dog and the dragon, which is really interesting because I was going to ask you. So I have it in my family. My mother is a dragon. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. oh, oh, right. Oh, oh, God. My mother's a dragon and I'm a dog. Mm-mm, didn't work. No. Um no not at all <laughs> and in fairness it's not necessarily the dog's fault in your case the dragon is very overpowering very controlling um you know it's a bit like i'm explaining the year ahead of us um yeah it's it you know having a dragon for a mother you know you might be one of four and you'll be the only one that won't see them but you'll be the one that knows it was never your fault never like the woman rats for yeah, it's 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 shocking. It's because you didn't listen enough to her. You didn't do what she said. You know, it's like pure war. Um, and it's a shame when you see other mothers, because I actually have a mother who's a clash to me. She only died um, in September mm. at 93. And all my life, even in the last moments of her, um, she was a clash to me. And the last moments, I was the only one there looking after her because Mm -hmm. that's the sort of person I am and oh but now please take this the best way I've never felt more freer (laughs) I would take it the wrong way and those and people who are listening completely understand that because there's actually a meme that I have that I send people sometimes and it says the only cure for narcissism and it's a gravestone it's a headstone <laughs> so you know this is well known in in this area that sometimes that's really the only way out my mother's 95 um and she's just and, not- and people are like, and, uh, and people are like oh you know must be having a really bad christmas <laughs> no, no i'm like free at last free at last right <laughs> so no i can absolutely joke about that and um and, and appreciate it. and believe me there's a lot of listeners out here that are laughing 
because they can realize and, and and things I didn't know so much about I, I know I've heard about relationship with narcissism but not mother and daughter or mother and son narcissism mm-hmm. and it's not until um like you're talking to <laughs> being very out there talking to the funeral directors and and and, and the person that's going to hold the service could you give us some you know uh, nice things of your childhood and you're sitting there going Hmm. Oh <laughs> Luckily, my brother and I were together. We both just laughed our way through it. Um, but yeah, it was it was quite. But both of us were like, you know, it just feels um, it's really difficult. So better for it. But I had the most amazing father. That's that wonderful. Me? Yeah, that's wonderful. My father was sort of her puppet. So so it's it's all one in the same. Um, but yeah, I won't go to the funeral for that very reason because I can't be fake. <laughs> If they ask me to say something, I, I just couldn't. So I just won't go, um, you know. Yeah, well, the, the, the difference was my dad, who was the most loveliest man in the world, asked me to look after my mum when he, on literally his deathbed, okay. literally. And so I took it on that I would be there. And she said to me, like, Dad, when you gave me sure you had the good drugs, can you make sure I have the good drugs? And I was like, oh, okay, then there's more. <laughs> But yeah, so, so, so you 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 have friends like that as well, Randy. Mm-hmm. You you have people that like come into your life, women who use you the same way. Yes, uh, it doesn't always have to be a partner, and you know, I'm not talking about the book, but you can use the book to see that you can see who your friends are around you, and if they're the right ones. Um, I think that's quite an important thing to surround yourself with the right people. Absolutely. Um, Mm-hmm. life's tough enough without having anyone not at your back you know that's so true and most most people who are especially if you grow up with a parent like this um it sets you up for a life of choosing poor friends poor um employment situations poor relationships i mean it sort of follows you until you wake up and you say this is a theme in my life and i need to wake up and change this because this and generally, when you recognize it in one area of your life, you begin to recognize it in all areas of your life. And it becomes, um, you generally have to sort of clear out all the cobwebs and start over because you realize you've just got nothing but, you know, users yeah. and predatory people around you. And then you have to start over. So and I think as a child or, or in a relationship, I sort of understand what you're now saying that um, unbeknownst to you, they know, they grow to know what you are. And you, you tend to be a watcher more than anything, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, 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 I am a huge animal lover and I find animals, homes and all this sort of thing. And I only had a cat growing up as a, as a I didn't have toys, I had a cat. And if I upset her, she'd take the cat away. So it's just weird, isn't it? But this is about the good stuff. The good stuff is... Like the good stuff. Yeah. That there are kind people out there. You just have to make sure you find them. You have to find them. Clearly. Um, so what are some fun things that we can talk about, um, you know, so that people will relate to in, in their own situation? So maybe who's compatible and... Okay, so compatible. <clears throat> okay. If we're just doing it by the year only, which is what the book's about, um, horses and tigers, um, first date, they might end up in bed because they're super passionate together. They just mm. love being together. Um, 
if you want to date someone romantic, um, I think possibly I would go for um, a rat. Rats are quite romantic. Um, so the, the, the trio there are rats, monkeys and dragons. They all get on well together. Um, the fun animals are definitely horses uh monkeys roosters they're like the fun ones if you're someone who's quite a gentle person and you're looking for a gentle person to come into your life i would look for a goat um they are the really with rabbits they are the really nice they want to they want to change the world gently whereas a dragon will go right let's get this done yeah <laughs> so that that's that's the sort of thing um i actually have a a, a pig for a son um, and he's one of the kindest people that I know. Um, he he can't tolerate people very well for very long. Um, this is his he they all annoy him. But you wouldn't know that because he's so polite. Um, and um, he actually married a, a, a um, someone oh two two well the year before last, and they are a perfect match. That's really nice. Not that I had the book out then, um, but yeah, they they were really nice. So. I think personality, if you want a lot of people to talk to, if you like to talk a lot, like music, then go for rats. If you like to be walking around in the fields, getting wellies, dirty, I don't know if you have pubs over there, then go out with an ox. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, um, if you like to uh, party, tigers tend to party, but they, they also like their home. So um, tigers can party, but they're, they're there. Rabbits, again, family, love a good barbecue with the world together. Dragons we've touched on. Uh, snakes. Now, if you want an intelligent conversation, find a snake. If you're into um, anything um, alternative, a snake is the person for you. Absolutely. Um, and a horse is really good for you if you want to travel. If you like to travel, horses and dogs like to travel. Do you like to travel? No. Okay, because that's your monkey. Um, horses... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find your day in front of Right. Uh, I mean, horses... the, I don't adapt to new environments, so travel is very difficult for me. I don't know. You know that would be from something a bit deeper, I should think. But mm -hmm. yeah. Um, monkeys, I've talked about, they like to have fun. They'll go to, the, they'll also like to listen to music, that sort of thing. Could be TV people as well, make great parents, just so you know uh roosters uh they love going uh they love anything flashy so um shopping wine bars that sort of thing uh dogs we've touched on um so what do you like to do then fancy what's your favorite thing to do as a dog um i like harmony peace quiet um it, I'm, I'm very rich inside i don't need a lot of external stuff there's a lot of stuff in me that fulfills me so um it does it never depends on my environment ever it's funny because my partner he's a dog and he is a stamp collector losing for hours a oh puzzle. yeah losing i mean i have i have i have a lot of collections i do um you know and so but it's everything is very uh it's all about me you know it's nobody would really understand my collections like i have frogs all over my house. Frogs is not a Chinese animal. And I don't know why, but there's something about a frog that just really makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, how lovely. Let's that out. I um, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh, he's he's a collector as well. Like, um, someone will give him a picture or find somewhere in the wall to put it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but not in my house because I'm a rooster. We we have two separate houses because I have to have all my walls clear. Everything has to be grey, and I have clocks on them and mirrors. That's it. <laughs> you're going to his house it's like going in aladdin's den um so that's all and pigs are they're very much techie it uh supernatural all that sort mm-hmm. of thing so there's always really really good stuff out there about everyone um but it is i say it's all broken down in the book so people can see now i'm worried you're going to be reading that everyone can read it and see exactly who that what they're because it's also we never know who we truly are do we we think we know who we are but we don't. So it's quite nice to know your pluses, like, you know, should you be an accountant? Should you be a solicitor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Yes. A lot of the people that um, that I work with, um, especially those who have suffered um, childhood emotional abuse, most of them are highly empathic, and uh, which means that they're very you know, they're very sensitive, they're very energetically very sensitive, which causes them to have a very difficult time being around other people. So, um, and that's part of my situation too. I'm highly empathic, I'm super energetically sensitive. So um, I'm safer in my own realm. So you and I are saying that, because someone said to me, oh, an intuitive isn't intuitive. It's just learn to read the room from a very young age. And I was like, oh, okay. And I am like, I live with animals. That sounds bad. I have five rescue cats at the moment. Mm. And as they come in, I find them homes. But I find living with animals and dog and everything is much better for me. More calming, that sort of thing. And I will be, because of what you've just said, I will knit, me knit a mouse for a charity so I really get about what you're saying about that um mm-hmm. and it does it as you say it does formulate who you are mm-hmm. um but but even so dogs are definitely like what you say in there they do like their own time mm-hmm. so. as a, you know when I was younger I was very social you know always very social it's it's just happened as I've gotten older that you know that I've just sort of instead of requiring um you know, external stimulation, I have it all inside. I do that. I'm able to do that now as I've, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. So um, my husband, um, he's a homebody. And I think we talked about he's, a, would you say, a, a 62 December. He's a, he's a tiger rat. Okay, so, tiger um, rat, right. So and he's a homebody, get- but he loves places like Disney and he loves carnivals and he loves um circuses you know (laughs) absolutely tiger Mm -hmm. but the rat he could be quite political might have very strong views Mm -hmm. uh that Mm -hmm. sort of thing yes he does Um, Mm -hmm. yeah so so as i say it's it's, it it is an interesting thing but he's he's you know uh rat tiger is actually if you look at the rat tiger you can see personality when you put them together in the book even though it's one person you can see Mm -hmm. how they get on goodness me <laughs> right 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 so is the is the um the sign the the animal um of the year that you're born on is that the most predominant characteristic of who you are i would say um the i've put it in there anyway 
I would say the predominant is the year and the month. And I've also put the animals for the month in the book. So you can see what year you are, what month. You can't see what day you are, but you can see what hour you are. Okay. So you can work out what your animals are. You just can't work out what your day animal is. And that is hard to write down. That's all in software. Or I literally have to go back, but now there's software to do it. So you can have, the book has described all the animals, all the hours, all the times, etc. It's all in there. It's a case of you going, oh, yes, I'm a rat in this year, so that's my character. Or I'm a monkey in my career, so I go and look up monkey for my career. What should I be doing? And then hour is your wealth. So that that explains wealth and that sort of thing. So it, it's, it's pretty yeah. comprehensive, but yeah. it's, yeah, it is, it is well. So like, so yeah. And so when I, I I can't have a hard time getting past the thought of a rat being sociable and having that be a positive thing or a snake being intuitive and having that be a positive thing, because you think of the animal as you uh, interpret that, how they affect uh, the world around you. So are these characteristics actually aspects of these animals or just in in terms of Chinese astrology? Uh, They're the aspects of the animals. Okay. absolutely the aspects of the animals and um the reason i talk about dogs and spreadsheets is because because my partner is definitely a spreadsheet. <laughs> it was an easy easy option but i didn't want to go stamp i think i have put stamp collecting in there but yeah no it, it is true of the animal is the character and the personality of the person um it's not if you are born under that you will pick up some not all but some of those characteristics, as in with all the other animals in there, it will definitely show up. Um, I mean, I don't do spreadsheets, but I'm very organized. If I get into something new, I have a binder with everything I'll need to know about that particular topic in that binder. So I am very organized. Yeah, but, very organized. Yeah. yeah. It is it's that. Whereas me, the rooster, you know, you'll find... I am like my kitchen has to be absolutely cleared I can't have anything on I think I've got a kettle a toaster and a coffee machine that's That's it it. that's it my car's gray my house is gray inside I'm wearing black you know it's it's in some ways it's a bit OCD um but if all that's right and yeah I've got five cats if all that's right then I'm happy okay you can see me in a red car I just couldn't wear drive a red car. It wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. And 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 that's it. Whereas you get a horse who who will wear orange, yellow. Do you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. We you pick up the characteristics of that that particular mm-hmm. element. With whereas I'm metal. So yeah, that's that's how you're that metal. works. You're metal. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, just looking at some of these. Okay. Uh, so what is, you know, so obviously the message to everybody is to check out this book because you're going to get a lot of information about who you are, um, which is very relevant. And um, but so, Janine, so you do you actually see people one on one for readings, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do a lot of readings, especially at this time of the year, because it's building up to uh, Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to know what's going uh, going ahead, what happens, because each year, this isn't to do with Date Love Mary Void, each year the chi changes, the energy changes, we're going to dragon years, we get this, the animal, the animal as we know it becomes the year. So the mm-hmm. personality of the person of the animal becomes the year, yeah. So, um 
I work out exactly what to expect for the year, what they should do, what month they should do it in. Is this a good month for wealth? I have a lot of um, women entrepreneurs who work with me trying to expand their business. So that's that's what I do as a reading. Um, and I have uh, people that come back every year for their readings. But I also have like um, retainer clients who I work with all year. So yeah, busy girl. How did I write those two books? I think I didn't have any time off, actually. <laughs> right. And cats are great because they don't require a whole lot of your attention. So, so they're no, they, there, but right. They're not needy. They, they do. They, I'm doing them the favor when I speak to them, really, or they're doing me the favor. But the, the rescue cats, just, just to know that I, I rescued a really, a really, uh, so random. This was thrown out in the street. Beautiful, beautiful little cat. And I took him in to find him a home um, because he'd been, everyone had been talking about him for three months and it got to New Year's Eve and I found out the fish and chip shop had closed and they'd been feeding him. So I took him in um, and I found out what year he was born in. This is the point of the conversation. And I had two other rescues that I'd actually kept, cat and two other kittens I'd kept who were now a year old. And we were about the same age as him. And I was going to have him snipped so he couldn't give any more babies and then find him a home. Remember, he was, he was feral. He met the other two cats that are the same as him, tigers, yeah, and they're like a pack. If you ever wanted a pack of cats, you know, they were like, they are the hooligans. They all go out together. They come in, they sleep, sleep with each other, everything. So all well, five of your cats are like a pack? Three, three of them. Three of them are like a pack. So the, the one that I took in matched up with the same year that the other two were born in. So it became a tiger. So because they all went like this, I ended up keeping it. Whereas normally I'll go, oh, I know someone who'd like you, you know, and all this. But because he he was this same animal as these two, um, I now have three right. one-year-olds, 18 months. Why, why not, right? Why not? <laughs> why not? Um, right. So... Um, so the year of the dragon, that sounds a little bit scary, considering that we're all hoping for more peace and calm in this world. Uh, it doesn't sound like we're going to get it this year. No, I don't think so. I genuinely don't think so. I think um, everything's going to be at a fairly fast speed. Um, obviously, different animals will have different aspects um, that they can look forward to. I think the dog... Um, it's got a bit of a hard ride, sorry to say that out loud, um, because it's a dragon year. Um, I think there's massive change. I think we'll, but in the positive side, we'll learn a lot about what we want. We'll learn, you know, career-wise, there can be real push forwards. Health, the health industry, I don't know if you have a building industry over there. They're going to move fast quite quickly. Um, there is romance, though, funny enough. Um, I, was, I, I was thinking, oh, that's, book's coming out at the right time because there is a definite uh turn of romance but there is also a turn for affairs as well so we have to be sort of careful there so yeah. if you're in a relationship listen to my words pay attention to your partner otherwise things may change um so the dragon brings that's the superpower of the dragon is change okay now do we start to see the transition I mean, is it, it's not like one stops and the other starts, or is it? No, it, okay. it starts, uh, so Chinese New Year this year is February the 10th, um, but it will have started around December 21st, moving forward with the solstice. Um, mm. 
it usually happens on the first lunar moon in that things start to change by the second lunar moon, then we we're we're weighing, you know, we're right into it. So we will be seeing the change now. And I think when I'm around people at the moment, they are very unrestful. Not unrestful, what do I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not calm, they're not feeling, they're all feeling quite agitated. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to go back to work, but they don't know what's wrong with them. But this change is is a different if when you went into the rabbit year, which was last year, the change was much more gentle, much more yin. Everyone's getting ready for the year. Whereas this year, everyone's feeling a bit edgy about it. But there are good aspects to it. Please do know that. It's just at the moment, if you're feeling a little bit off kilter um, during January, I don't know when you'll be watching this, January, um, then you'll know that this will start to calm down. It is fine. Um, Things will start to move forward in March april in a more positive way you'll feel like spring has sprung and you'll be out there but this time i think people this year really want to hibernate i don't know if you you feel that i i the people are all going to me you know what what's wrong and everything seems a bit weird and i'm like "Mm." people are there's a lot of aggression a lot more aggression with people now um this has been going on for the last few months and it just seems like it's gone rogue where there's where people used to be able to correct corral that with themselves now so many people are not able to do that and there's a lot of outward aggression well the the chi the day of the of the change of the 10 10th of february is the same chi as 1914 and 1939 and both of those are world wars now no one said there's going to be a war but there's that sort of underlying feeling of 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 that that was but what you do have to think is there was a lot of community communities came together things became more people became more um i'm going to use the word affiliated but it's the wrong word but they came closer together so people who are your circle become closer to you i believe and people who aren't who they should be to you will move away and mm. i think you'll just see it. it's like it's like the curtain's been drawn so i think that's what's happening we're getting aware of things more and I know our world is so much more close. We can see each other because of the fact of, you know, TV and all this sort of thing. Internet. Yeah, Internet. I think that that's it. So, yeah, I think that things would be a lot more aware. I also think that um, people who are famous, like famous actors, famous that, that will that will be high bigger as well. So people like Tom Cruise, um, all these famous people will bring out new movies, all this sort of thing. It's going to oh, be... Really? It's going to be about the influencers, the famous people. I know we've been going into that sort of culture for a while, um, but they will be more of the lead people than politicians, shall we say? You know, that's all, that, to me, that sounds kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I agree, but I think that the, the generation that's below us, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that that don't see um, the lead forward, you know. I mean, we've got, we lost our queen last year. You know, we've got a new king. Um, they, I don't think, they've always had the queen around, yeah. And I think now they've got a new king, they've got to align to that. And I think the youngsters are not, they're aligning to TikTok, they're aligning to this sort of thing. Mm, um, interesting. Which is, which is good and bad, but yeah, we're getting way off. But so the dragon is going to change our views on things. Okay. 
All right. Well, well, that's really, um, it's good to know that. It's good to watch out because it's, yeah. it helps to have some sort of um, explanation, some sort of way to ability to reason through some things, you know, and say, okay, so, so what is the the following year after the dragon? Um, it's the snake year, wood snake. So that basically is 2025. I think that changes January 29th, 2025. And we get, um, People who are intuitive, who are impasse, who are that, are going to be like the heightened ones. They are the ones to watch. They come into their own. Uh, so all the alternative stuff comes into its own 2025 in a big, big way. Really? That's exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. So we just got to get through this year and then that <laughs> another, right, then the int intuitive aspect of who we are is going to rise up more, which yeah. is beautiful. That's beautiful. I look forward it's, to it's, it. it. And it's like a what we've learned, we now know. Do you see what I'm saying? What we're going through th this year is, yeah, we knew that and now that's okay. okay. That's the change we wanted. Okay, yeah? got, gotcha. Oh, this is so <laughs> interesting. Okay, everybody. So um, Janine's book, Date, Love, Marry, Avoid. <laughs> <laughs> and um how do we uh if if we want to work with you janine how do we do that so um www.janinelow what's the e uh co.uk or com um you'll find me that's my uh, website um and date love mary avoid is in all your fabulous uh I know it's on Amazon.com, and but I don't know all the names. Noble and something, and yeah, Barnes so and they, Noble. Mm -hmm. So that it's on there, you know. So you can order it on the internet. You can download it today on your um, what's that called? Kindle. Right. Yeah. Your electric. You have an electronic version. Okay. Very very cool. It's so great to meet you. <laughs> this is. Fun. You I, knew, this. I knew it would be fun, but yeah, this is really really fun, enjoyable. I'm sure everybody's enjoying this. So thank okay. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. So have a wonderful day. Janine's in the UK. Um, so they're having weather right now. <laughs> I think the whole, no. the whole East Coast of the no. United States is having weather right now. So we're, we're all relating to that. Okay, well, have, have a wonderful day and take care. Bye-bye.